everyone, this is Michael Camella at Nathaniel Green Middle School in Providence, Rhode Island. Welcome to the 721, our podcast for Nathaniel Green Middle School. Last week, we had two very successful parent-teacher conferences. We wel- welcomed several, several hundred families over the uh, Thursday and Friday, um, and they had an opportunity to meet with their children's teachers to get information about their progress for over quarter one. So we look forward to uh, hosting that again sometime in the spring. Those dates will be coming out. Also wanted to congratulate our boys' soccer team for finishing uh, runner-ups in the champ- citywide championships. It was a hard-fought battle, losing one nothing to Del Sesto, but we're proud of them. They did a great job all year. So we had a, a really uh, fun week last week. This week's podcast is with Mr. Nardachi, a grade 7 ELA teacher here at Nathaniel Green. So give a listen. We hope you enjoy. This week we are here with Mr. Steve Nardachi. So first question, what is your role at Nathaniel Green Middle School? Uh, I am an English teacher. Uh, for the past few years I've had seventh grade. In the past I've had all three grades at all different levels. How long have you been here at Nathaniel Green? I've been at Nathaniel Green uh, 13 or 14 years, give or take. There was a blip in there for a year, but I think my son is 14 and he was born when I was working here. So. So I first met you, I guess, three years ago. You were over in, what was it, 201? Yes. And then recently you've moved over to the other side of the building, uh, 214. 213. 213. That's right. That's right. How long total have you been in education? 25 years. So before you came here, what were you doing? I was, I bounced around the first couple of years as a sub back around, around 2002 or so. In Providence? In Providence, yes. ALP. Feinstein, Nathan Bishop was my first official regular teaching position, and if you'll notice, all three of those schools were closed <laughs> after I left. That's oh. not, not my fault. But, uh, <laughs> and before that, I taught at LaSalle Academy in their middle school at the time, and then uh, at Bishop Hendrickson in their high school. So. And what made you want to become a teacher in the first place? Uh, my dad was a teacher in Providence at Gilbert Stewart and then at Central High School for many years, and he always had a good, whenever we were out somewhere and he saw one of his students, one of his children, as he would say, you know, it was always a hello, how are you? It was, it was, it was a, a warm feeling. Like you were recognized and you, were, you felt you had contributed. And it was always nice to see them when they turned out okay. And living in the city, growing up in the city, I kind of feel the same way. I don't go to Providence Place Mall. That can be a little overwhelming. <laughs> but it is nice when I'm out and about, you know, at the grocery store or even down at the, uh, the park near my house. I see kids that I taught or that they're currently teaching. And so it's nice to see where they're at and how they're doing. That is a good feeling uh, when you see your students out and they recognize you, even if we don't always remember their names. Yes, how, how are you with I, that, remembering uh, names? No. I explained to them, you look very different. You've grown up and um, help me. Yeah. <laughs> and we I, go from there. Usually, usually I can recall. Can you give me a last name? Yes. And then I see <laughs> if I can remember the first name. What would you say your, the best part of your role as an educator is? The best part is, well, a day like today, for instance, we got interrupted by the fire drill, and we came back in. Some people that needed to finish their work settled, and the rest of us started talking about Thanksgiving and where we're going and who we're going to see, and then, you know, it's just getting to know the, getting to know the kids. Yeah, it sounds like just making the connections, yeah, building it's, those it's relationships. Fun. It's fun, and then when you see them later on, like, I can check in with them next year. Like, I pretend I'm annoyed when the kids from the previous year will come into the room, and blah, blah, blah. but it, it's nice to see them. <laughs> how have the you check-ins know. gone with you with, with Summit? Has that changed anything in terms of how you um, build a relationship with bit. the kids? 
A little bit. Yeah, it's, it's good to know. It's good to have some background knowledge from the get-go, which Summit has provided, where in the past it's kind of a learning as you're going, and you're like, oh, oh, I didn't know. Oh, okay, now I know. I'll address that accordingly. You have to adjust, you know, adjust your approach depending on the student. Yeah, I have 10 students this year that I've been checking in with, and, and they'll see me in the hallways or in the cafeteria, and they'll ask, okay, can we do a check-in later? Yeah. Even if I've done one already with them this week. So a lot of the times I got to tell them, you know, I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get to it today, but um, but that is something that they really enjoy. Yeah, it is. I think that's probably the best. For me, it's the most exciting part of Summit. Yeah, I hear that a lot. Um, how about a favorite memory growing up? Oh, I'm too old. I can't remember anything. There's got to be something. No. Okay. My, uh, <clears throat> my grandmother had a beach house down in Green Hill over by Matunic and by the Green Hill Beach Club and Although my grandmother was terrified we would drown, we always went down there and, you know, go down there for a week or two at a time. And it was just her and myself and my sister and my mom would come down sometimes and various cousins and such. And that was fun. That was summer for me. You yeah. Know, a lot of mosquito bites. For sure. A lot of hamburgers and hot dogs on the grill, just, you know. And how long did that last for? That lasted until middle 12, 7th grade it lasted until. So good, a good ways. Yeah, yeah good, yeah. A lot of fun. Were there any activities that you did down at the beach? No. Just hanging just out? Just hanging out. Again, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm part of a, a different generation. It was kind of like, yeah, okay, we'll see you. Have fun. We'll see you for dinner. You made your own, you made your own fun. <laughs> yeah, you, made, you, did. It was, you did what you could. Lawn darts and such. <laughs> Lawn darts. <laughs> Fireworks. <laughs> Bottle rockets are supposed to be in bottles. Oh, you can hold them. It's fine. How about... A favorite, you mentioned being a local guy living in Providence. Do you have a favorite restaurant in the city that you like to go to? Um, I have a lot of favorite restaurants, but as, as my go-to during the week when I don't feel like cooking, um, I'll call Tommy's Pizza up here uh, on Chalkstone. Tommy's, yeah. Large pizza, cheese, and pepperoni, and an order of curly fries. But you got to pick it up. How long do they wait, take? If you wait for delivery, it could be an hour. Yeah. If you're going to pick it up, 20, 25 minutes, you're good to go. Yeah, I have a local place like that near me, too, where if you, if you ask for delivery, they'll tell you, oh, it'll be an hour and a half. Yeah. But then I'll, I'll just go pick just it up. Just go get it. I'll be there in 20 soggy minutes. Soggy and warm is no way to eat your food. Yeah, pizza's always a, a great go-to. Yeah. You and I talk a lot about uh, TV shows and movies. Do you have uh, any particular favorites favorite you want to share? Or TV shows. You know, we, yeah. uh, well, oh. That's a tough one. You know, I grew up and uh, I've recently revisited watching MASH reruns. Okay. Which is always enjoyable. And, I've know, never never watched <clears throat> MASH. Well, oh, see, growing up, it was on four or five times a day, be, you know, after the, before the news, after the news. So been exposing my son to that. It's a little different. Some of it has not aged as well as, you know, you might want it to, but what are you going to do? In terms of, course, of the, the comedy? In terms of, in terms of the comedy and, you know, there's the, there's the drinking and such. And, you okay. know, you have to... But, uh... You know, movies, I've enjoyed all the Marvel movies. Yeah. And certainly I grew up, I was seven and a half years old when I, my parents took me to see Star Wars. You know, that had you saw, a, a so you saw that in, in the impact. theater? Yes. Three times. That was the only movie I think I'd ever gone to see more than once. What was, I always wondered, what was the reaction in the theater when you found out that, spoiler, by the way, so if you haven't <laughs> seen it, pause for a few minutes, that uh, Darth Vader was... Anakin Skywalker. What was the reaction oh, it was, like? It was after the shock. It was you know when from again you know I am your father. Is that after the shock of it was well? How did this happen? 
how did we arrive at this? Mm -hmm. So, and that was again when the prequels came out. There was a lot of waiting to get to the third one so we could see the actual event. A whole lot of waiting. A whole lot of too much waiting. A lot of politics <laughs> in there. I don't know what George Lucas was doing, but anyway. So did you did you get Disney Plus with all the Marvel movies now? Yet. I am. Uh, Mr. Salisbury and I have discussed have discussed it. He's going to get caught up on the Mandalorian. I'm going to wait. Maybe I'll buy it for the family for Christmas because I don't know that I can wait a week between episodes. I'm used to the Netflix model where here, the whole season is here, sure. and I can sit down on a Saturday and work around the house and do things and watch five or six episodes at once. I haven't started that one yet, the Mandalorian. I, I have it. I have a three-year-old and a, a five-month-old, and so I've watched Toy Story three about oh. eight, eight times. Ah. Uh. Since we, we got Disney that Plus. That sounds about right. The seventh time really gets you. <laughs> that's the one. That's the key one. How about so. books that you like to read? Is there a favorite book um, or a genre? <clears throat> Lately I've been trying as I have. My wife told me to count them once and I, can't, I stopped around a thousand. I said, well, I am an English teacher. You a thousand this. books? You knew this when you married me. Yes, in the house. Various paperbacks. That's this more and than that, I have. You know. And I thought I had a lot. And, well, so I've switched to, I have Amazon Prime. So I use uh Prime, Prime for Kindle, and I have an old Kindle, so I scroll through and I find something I want to read. There's been some true crime lately, and uh, some science fiction, this and that. You know, yeah. I, I see what they have. I love having the books. So yes. typically, what I'll that's do is that's my feeling as well. I'll buy the book. I have a whole room that's like a library. There's bookshelves ah. all along the walls. Um, but I do like reading on the Kindle. Yes. So there's an app called Libby. I don't know if you're familiar with Libby. It uh, runs through your local library, so you put in your library card information, oh. and you can download the ebooks and the oh, audio books oh. for free, and, and you can download them right to your Kindle and, yeah, I and like, read them there. I like the Kindle because I don't disturb anyone. My wife can sleep. I right. don't just sit there. It's a very you don't need a lamp for me. You don't the, need the a paper lamp. white, I assume, or yep. something, right? No, just the cheap Kindle, so I can watch Netflix on it, too. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, so it's the tablet one. Yeah, it's, the okay. yeah, it's just a little tablet one, nothing fancy. Hmm. So the next question is an interesting one. So we're in the auditorium. Whoever's in there, you can pick, whether it's kids or, or adults. Hmm. I give you the mic. I say, I got to go run for a half an hour. Just Half an hour? Uh, what, what, just fill time. <coughs> so what do you talk about unprepared for um, a half an hour? Well, that's a, unprepared for a half an hour? Mm -hmm. That's a good question. I think I would probably talk about my time here at the school what I've learned, how my approach has Does, It doesn't have to be education-related if, well, if you want it. If I had to talk about anything, I could talk about music. I could talk about cars. I could go, go on about various various different things. Again, What are you into musically? Musically, I was, again, I grew up in the 80s, so 70s, 80s, 90s. I really, anything after 2000, unless my children play it for me, I really, I can identify it, but I'm like, okay, yeah, all right, what's the point? <laughs> you know? Every generation, I explain that to my children. Every generation's like that. It's true. For me, it's, you know, you know once I would say probably 2010 hit, yeah. all the stuff I mean, going on was, now I'm, I'm not too familiar with. I was thrilled. I took my son and my wife. We went to see Bohemian Rhapsody, and all of a sudden, my son, he plays guitar. He started, he's playing Queen. I'm like, oh, well, that's nice. <laughs> so I grew up on riding in the car with my dad, listening to B101, oh. when at the time it was, you know, your 1950s, 50s and 60s. 60s. I think now it's a little different. So yes, I grew up with it's 80, it's the 80s Beatles and, 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 ah. and the Beach Boys and you know, yes. the Big Bopper. No, I grew up in the in the 80s. Where the radio was always on. I think in this again when I was at the beach house, my grandmother's beach house, 
my sister and I would listen to the top 40 every Sunday after with church. With Casey Kasem? Yep, with Casey Kasem. <laughs> and then that turned into just the radio was always on and just I have ticket stubs from probably every rock concert that came through at the time the Civic Center from oh, yeah. 83 or 84 until 88 or 89. Well, what's your favorite concert that you recall? My favorite concert, um, the Pink Floyd reunion oh, tour. Oh, wow. It was amazing. Were they playing The Wall at that time? Uh, no, that was after The Wall, but it was just the fact that they got back together and were going to tour was, was amazing. And let's see. That's a good question. That would have been one I like to see. That was a good Big one. Big Pink Floyd fan. Yeah, that that would probably that would probably be at or near the top again. You know, I so saw any '80s band that that came through. I saw Motley Crue always put on a good show. Oh, okay, couldn't go wrong. <laughs> that type of I don't know what would you what would you categorize that, that would be as? the hair metal. Hair metal, yes. right? I, again, I can't say know. I'm too big into hair metal. Yeah, I saw uh, Deep Purple was my first concert. You know, I remember that because the tickets were twelve fifty. Imagine that twelve dollars <laughs> and fifty cents. No, you're paying <laughs> hundreds now. Yeah. It was different then, though. You know, it was very everything was very hazy because you could smoke. Sure. And they were selling beer at them, and you know, they so different different atmosphere. It's definitely, definitely then. different time yes. in, the, in the Civic Center. Yes. Oh, and I saw the Rolling Stones at uh, oh, RFK wow. when I was in college. What year? The old what RFK. year was that? Eighty-eight, I think. Okay. And again, tickets were thirty-one dollars, and we were outraged. Now that's like <laughs> that's the that's what you're paying for parking to go to Joette. I know because I've I've driven my daughter to a con to Taylor Swift up there. I'm like seriously. <laughs> All right, last question. It's uh, June 2020, end of the school year. Kids are leaving for the summer. What five words do you want them to use to describe <clears throat> your classroom? Hmm. Five. Um, engaging. I hope. Comfortable. I don't want to use the fun word, but it should be fun. Um, hopefully, it was challenging for some of them. And just generally a positive experience. I don't want to say memorable, because again, it's middle school. It's not supposed to be that positive, but still, <laughs> it is middle school. Well, thank you for your time, Mr. Nadachi. Thank you, you have for having me. Any last words you want to leave us with before we no. wrap up? No, thank you. This is lovely. I don't want to hear myself, though. You're not going to listen? <laughs> no, I'll listen to it. My, <laughs> wife's gonna, my wife is going to make me listen to it. She wants to hear it. All right. Thanks, Steve. We hope you enjoyed this week's podcast with Mr. Nadachi and got to learn, learn a little bit more about him. Next week, we have three high schools visiting for our eighth grade students, 360, E-Cubed, and ACE will be here to provide information to our eighth grade students about high school opportunities for next year. We also have a PTO meeting on December 4th from 6 to 7 p.m. Uh, at that PTO meeting, we'll be learning more about our school accountability rating for green and our plans to make our school better. So we hope we see you all there from 6 to 7 in the library. Have a great week.